You're listening to the Captain's Quadrant, where our warp factor is fun. Like, share, and subscribe. Welcome to the amazing interwebs where we, the two Jasons and I, Joe, Captain Dove, bring you the Captain's Quadrant. Uh, as I said, I have the two Jasons to my direct right, uh, Operative Jason, all the way from Australia, and below us, Jason Starfleet's shame, all the way from the Texas class. Not uh, just Starfleet's shame, I'm shame of many, many organizations. <laughs> <and families. laughs> Thank you for joining Fantastic. us this week to talk about Lower Decks. I'm super excited to talk about this episode because we've got a lot going on here. It's going to be fun. Uh, it is. Uh, 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 and then let us jump into First Contact. Thanks. That's so classy. <laughs> it's very that. classy. It's a classy never show. Change that. Never change that. No, I never will. That's permanent part of the show. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It. Star Star Trek needs more farting in it. I think hey, just at inopportune times, because you know, you know that Riker was sitting there on the bridge a couple of times, and you know, just looks over at Picard or Data. You know, everybody, <laughs> look, everybody, everybody knows it was Picard, but nobody has the guts to say anything, and Picard <laughs> knows it because that is the kind of alpha that he is. <laughs> you can't tell me if you're eating gark. There isn't some, you know, issues noise that later on. Oh, right. absolutely. Like, yeah, there, there, there are definitely some gas issues. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to first contact with this. I've got to be honest with you guys. I've just come back from a trip, so I'm a bit kind of catching up, a bit behind. You know, I had a really strange experience at the airport. They've got this new body scanner thing. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was a real kind of weird. You know what? Let me just show you what kind of happened. If you don't know. So, yeah, I, it was an interesting time. You were incredibly yeah. fit on your trip. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You yeah, yeah. So home was yeah. a bit rough. I, I thought say. you were Australian, not Austrian. But now, seriously, my name is Quaid. Quaid, we must go to Mars. My first contact with this episode, though, I this is a middling episode. I don't think this is one of their strong episodes for the season. Oh, um, interesting. And I have issues with some of the characters, some of the uh, the motivations, and some of the things they introduced into this episode, which we'll talk about in pros and cons. But, yeah, wasn't completely won over with this one. Mm, I agree. Oh, I agree. Um, middling episode, not quite as bad as the, the Exocomp episode. Nowhere near that. But mm. there was some good. There was some bad pretty much evenly distributed. I am disappointed with many members of the crew, as I have made my opinion clear before the beginning of the episode. I do think some members of the crew sucked in this mm. episode, and they're going to have to go a long way to redeem themselves after what uh, happened. And it included one of my least favorite um, 
tropes in storytelling in general. And I'll get into that later. You well, know, it, just, it, it just really hacks me off when I see it. it. It's so funny that you mentioned that because I was just going to say, you know, this was a, a typical uh, sitcom trope that they did here. Yes. You know, yeah. and, and they played a, a whole Star Trek story based off of something that they've done over and over again. And all of your favorite. Us. Yeah. And all of your favorite TV shows. So <laughs> it's, it, it's not it's part this, of it. I guess it has to absorb it. This but, is Star Trek. It's not Three's Company. Yeah, that's the way I see it. Yeah, yeah. it is that trope, isn't it? It is definitely yes. that's ooh, that's going to be. A Let, let's just say it. Discussion. This the entire misunderstanding could have been solved with one sentence. If somebody had just said something mm-hmm. and not, not, I don't understand. What did I do? Yeah. You did this. No, I didn't. This is what I said. Yeah. One of those. Oh, maybe this is a big misunderstanding, but no, we're going to derp it up. Derp it com- what are, what are people thinking out there at the moment, Jace? Has anyone got any first comments? Oh, uh, well, we've got a few here. Um, oh, here's, here's one that um, we're speaking of classy. Here we go. When you first smell like Earl Glarian broccoli. <laughs> and then uh, let's let's get a little bit more on topic with this one. Maybe farts have been eliminated away with high from spray. Wow. Okay, that okay. Is, that's okay. Um, There's some logic we, behind that. We've got it. We've got a comment from from Space Mom. Hold on. Space oh. Mom. Hey, yeah, Space so Mom. here we go. Space Mom. Febreze. Febreze. <laughs> <laughs> But, oh, okay, awesome. on topic, what people are thinking. Here we go. This episode was fairly whelming, and I do yeah. appreciate the Young Justice, uh, the Young Justice shout out in that quote. Mm. I just want you to know. Okay, wow, interesting. And here we go. This season has had two of the stronger episodes and two of the weakest episodes of the entire series so far, and I completely agree. Yeah, mm. I, 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 yeah. What about you, Joe? I agree with that. Yeah, I totally agree that. Yeah. That that EXO episode was so weird with the birds, and then this one was meh, you know. But yeah. even though they both had a nice little setup, and I think uh, Jason Starfleet, Shame, and I both agree they're setting up for something that will connect all of that together. But well, we're waiting for Garrick. Yeah, yeah, we're, we'll do that in the Garrick section. So let us hop into um, episode summary. Episode summary. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Trusted Sources, Season 3, Episode... This is 9? 8 or 9? 9? One more to go. One more to go. Nine. Yeah. Uh, a visiting reporter on the Cerritos puts Captain Freeman on edge. Very simple synopsis. Make it very easy for everybody. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? There wasn't that much more to the plot than no. the summary, really. No. Yeah. You break it down. That's so true. I found it, it somewhat derivative of the Babylon Five episodes, where the reporter would come on board and kind of report things. You, it wasn't an exact copy. I'm not saying that they copied that format because that format was around before Babylon Five. But that was kind of the the vibe I was getting. Was oh, this is kind of kind of B five ish. I think I watched a Sergeant Bilko episode when a reporter came onto the barracks and. Yeah, <laughs> that's how long that trope's been going. That for. trope's yes. been going back so long that my mom, <laughs> my mom put up a mom joke about it. Space mom put up a, uh, that trope goes back to Shakespeare. <laughs> yes, and uh, she's go. not wrong. It, it, <laughs> has, it has just the, it has, the uh, you know the misunderstanding yeah. has gone back to Shakespeare. The hijinks of yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Where if one person would have said something, it would have solved the entire thing. That doesn't mean it's good now, and it doesn't mean it was good back then either. Shakespeare was kind of a hack. 
Mm. I think Jason's just segued into. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Yes, wonderful, wonderful. All right. Uh, so he's been going on about the con, so I guess we'll let him have his moment. Who, me? Unleash yeah. Jason. Unleash Jason. Okay, here we go. <sighs> <laughs> I've already said, I've already said, I absolutely despise stories that depend on people either being stupid or being completely, you know, so out of it that they don't listen for five seconds. This mm. entire situation at the end where Mariner was getting kicked off the ship for supposedly saying all these things to a reporter could have been solved with one sentence. And the fact that that, that this episode relied on that was so weak. And to me, it showed that Captain Freeman is a terrible human being. A terrible mm. captain does not deserve to be in command. And I wish you had a mom. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if I want to be your mom anymore. Oh, die. Just yeah, hush. Oh, right? my gosh. That's right? like the worst thing you could tell somebody. Yeah. And, oh, and may I also say, Jennifer sucks. <laughs> all, the, all the love I had for Jennifer and that cute little relationship that she had going with Mariner, gone. Yeah. Gone in yeah. one within seconds. Second, yeah. it was yeah. gone. Now yes. it's like, oh my gosh! Now I see why Mariner was... hated her at the beginning of this, you know, last season. Yeah. How they frame that though, Jason, is literally I could tell before she even said a word because they'd done an animation frame, yeah. which is kind of giving that sideways, very good. I'm yeah. not happy with you. Look mm -hmm. straight off the bat before she even said a word. So. And yeah. you, know, you know what yeah. was the worst part about I, I'm just gonna call it the entire last act was that it was so predictable. Mm -hmm. Like like Mariner, she's kind of a troublemaker, she's kind of insubordinate, but she's never like just to the point where that she would sabotage the ship. Because I mean, let's face it, with all her character growth, she she loves the Cerritos and she loves the people on it. And I don't know, I knew I was like, well, Mariner didn't say these things. Yeah, I, I and I was like, I called it. I'm like, oh, they pieced it together from all these other people. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can I say, though, be, about the mom? It should not be this dumb and it should not be this predictable. I, I would say this about the captain. And I wonder if this is where they were coming from with her. Because there's been several incidences that, you know, Mariner has done things that have caused issues for the captain and her mother. And... It's and I'm not excusing it because the captain's behavior is reprehensible as a parent and poor captain as well, you know, who's not investigating what's going on. So it feels like she's made a very emotional choice, which is you can understand being a parent, but you cannot forgive as being a captain. She should be above that and should have done a full investigation. Absolutely. And, you know, to... To then basically have the script highlight that she's so disconnected with her crew, that was a big issue for me. Yeah. Yes. Like, because yeah. she had no concept that her crew, people that she spends every waking minute with, may not be very articulate, like, when it comes to, or understand or have the words have power. Right. Yeah. yeah, they had lost tack. Yeah. Yes. And to me, that's just, like you said, it just means she's a bad captain. 
Mm. I kind of hope they don't let this go. I hope that they just didn't make her just horrible for one episode and great in the next episode. I want there to be consequence and blowback from this. Maybe she recognizes that, yeah, I am a bad captain. Maybe I shouldn't be in charge of this ship. Maybe I need to take a step back and have her step down, have Ransom come up and be the captain. Or have have Tindy be captain. (laughs) Have some new captain come in, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was one of the big problems with this Captain Freeman in this episode. Real big problem with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Can I can I throw in a? It's all you, all you, all you, brother. Uh, well, it's Jace, but I've kind of hijacked it. But honestly, <laughs> I don't want Jace to comment straight away. Is and you, Joe, the Texas class? How do we feel about it? conceptually the introduction of drone-operated mm. starships? Did so. Here's my thing. Um, if I may. Yeah. Isn't that what Kirk used in the Strange New Worlds episode? He got a bunch of drone ships to help with the against the Romulans? Oh, yes, he did. He did. He did. But this yeah. is a step up, right? Yeah. Oh, much, much, much stronger this step up. This is like, you know, if, if this Texas class rolls out, why would we put... What do we need know, Starfleet for? reduce the size of Starfleet dramatically. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why the ships are smaller, because I noticed... The um, I, I don't know if you guys caught this in Picard, and I'm really deep pulling, man. <laughs> but in Picard, the Shenzhou, that ship that uh, Riker was commanding, the most powerful fleet starship, in yeah, the Zhang He, Zhang He, thank you. Yes, yes. Zhang-hei. and it was eight, uh, yeah. from China, right? Yes, yeah. was league smaller than any other starship they've ever used. It was almost okay. just a little bit bigger than Defiant, and yes. I'm wondering if that has something to go into it i know there's the whole situation with from a AI. design perspective perhaps yeah yeah uh, philosophically though it's a terrible idea timeline wise they've never gone for, and gone down that pathway in their hundreds of years existence they've certainly had the technology to do so right probably from the get-go while all of a sudden they are introducing that's true. what's the benefits <laughs> now that would have been would have been more beneficial in fighting the borg right you know, like... maybe that's their thinking. But to me, I don't. I don't know if you noticed it, but the uh, the Texas class had the uh, yellow stripe on it, like Cerritos has. Oh. So to me, yeah, sorry, it... I'm 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 a bad producer here. I really should be showing the pictures. Yes, um, you can't see it in this picture, but it does have a yellow stripe around the top, just like the no, Cerritos you see it. has. So no, you see it right oh, there, yeah, right there yeah. on the left. On the oh yeah, I see it now. But yeah. uh, it's kind of thinking, you know, California class, Texas class. Maybe this they're introducing this class to replace the California class. Maybe this is like a ship that can come along and do auto repairs and things like that. Oh yeah, okay. look, it, it, look, I could see value in having, of course, in having them, but having them as battle capacity and promoting it within the episode as like a potential replacement. Also felt like lazy story writing. Mm. I thought there's, in fact, this whole episode smacks of, yeah, simplistic lazy story writing. And I hate saying it because I love I love this show very much, but I think they really, really dropped the ball on this one. I well, um, also have a problem with feel frustrated? The, uh, yeah, oh, wow. I also have a problem with the uh, the idea that something has to come along every week or two to save the Cerritos at the last minute. Have you noticed mm. that's kind of yeah. a yeah 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 a, a, I don't want not a stereotype. What am I thinking of? It, it's almost like a Deus Ex Machina mm-hmm. story device that they're putting in yes. lately. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The the yeah. Titan comes in and saves them at the last minute. The Vulcans come in and save them at the last minute. The Texas comes in and saves them. Uh, the Texas class comes in and saves them at the last minute. Didn't they bored with it? 
Isn't, isn't yeah, that what happened? The problem with, with that is you delineate the power of previous episodes where it did work. Yes, by right. repeating that conceit constantly. Yes, yeah. and, and uh, yeah, that's that's again, it was predictable. I'm just like, okay, what's going to show up and help them this time? So since you guys went to cons, I'm going to go with the one pro that I had for this episode. Yeah, I'll, I'll, let's get some pros. Too. Some <laughs> we were yeah. matching. Uh, oh, oh. Oh, uh, <laughs> I really like the second contact concept. I thought that was a lot of fun. So we're going to go yes. to see what Picard yes. did. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so how is it going? Oh, we're great. We don't need you guys. We're good. We, we don't need this. So how did it go? Oh, see, we made a mural. See, we, we, we thank Picard. <laughs> And then our society collapsed and we got so addicted. <laughs> I love that mural. That mural was amazing. <laughs> I, I thought that was. That mural started off with like. <laughs> like they, 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 yeah. They, they, but the tears on the mural. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. The scratches and the, yeah. and the horrific things. And yeah. I that thought that was really perfect. Right? Was right? right. Right. That was that was my very big. I really liked uh, that Rekka was the, was the planet that came out on top and the other one just was invaded and wrecked. And I'm just like, yeah, it's kind of what they get. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. It's like watching the local drug dealer get, you know, arrested and put in a cop car. Just like, yeah. Yeah. You had that coming, dude. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I'm here's my pro. I, I thought that I don't know the pie eating contest scene with Rutherford yeah. going in, basically, you know, begging for, <laughs> yeah, I need oh. crust. I, yeah. for some reason, I just thought that was the funniest thing ever. And has, I, I did even I like Mar uh, Mariner earlier on when she's like heckling another department about, yeah, eating you're going down. Right. And the fact that, you know, she's just covered in constant goo. Right. It was actually, you know, who wins out of this? The big pro who wins out of this. And if the audience wasn't completely 100% on board with Mariner before, they're sure a hell after this. Oh, episode. absolutely. Because yeah. she's the shining light in this. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. um, even though it was predictable, she never stepped a foot wrong in this. And even her choice at the end of it was a really good choice for her. I wonder. What's the motivation to even come back at this point? There's yeah. none. No. There is absolutely none. If I was Mariner, I'd give him the middle finger and go off into the final frontier with, you know, archaeology, space babe, and that's it. Just, yeah. I'm, I'm done. Bye. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah I agree. 100%. I agree. What are All the right. comments saying? Yeah. Let's hear okay. it. We've got comments. a lot of them. Lots of comments. My goodness. Well, here we go. Um, there's a good one. I think Captain Freeman was not being a captain at this moment. She was being a mom. Captain would have investigated the situation. I'm going to go a step further and say, you know what? A mom would have investigated the situation. Yeah. My as mom well. Been like Carol Freeman. I, I do agree with Nita. It's certainly an emotional yeah. mother. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then uh, Nita went on to say, let's not forget it was the first officer who was supposed to be in charge of Mariner. He also failed Mariner in this episode. And 100%. Yep. I don't think he did it quite as extensively as Freeman did because he did kind of speak up a couple of times. I think he's kind of scared of Freeman, to be honest. But mm. yeah, I would have respected Ransom place, but a he, lot he more if he would have said something. Yeah. Let's see. Um, oh, I like this one. Aaron says, I still stand by my assertion that Starbase 80 is a happening party place once the hailing frequencies are closed. <laughs> I, you did not talk about Starbase 80, and I yes. did like... The stoner vibe. <laughs> yes. Yes. These guys were clearly high. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. As they get in the uniform. And the, I did like the gag with the sandwich being wrapped up in the uniform. I did yes. like that. And the fact that, that he called perfect. it a sandwich. 
Yeah. Sammy, yeah. Come on. That's, a, that's a throwback to Larry the Cable Guy. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Admiral Buenamigo's mirror universe counterpart, Emperor Malamigo. That's bad so friend? bad that I love it. That's yeah. bad friend, right? Is that is my right? Yeah. Buena is good. Mal is bad. It's bad. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 I was translating. You know, <laughs> I know it's a couple of things. Um, Nita also says that uh, I like second contact. That fits the Cerritos. See? I agree. And yeah, oh, I love the pie eating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm disappointed we never got to see it. Yeah. Like, I would have loved to have seen the competition. Well, Maybe how that's cool. how this seasonal end is with the pie eating competition and all oh, is imagine. right in the world again imagine yes uh great great comments everybody keep them coming right. yeah all right captain shall i throw to a break before the yes next let's go to okay. break. Oh, we'll be back right after these messages oh no excuse me i'm interested in the new collector's ornament from hallmark ah the shuttlecraft galileo from the starship enterprise precisely you know it lights up when you plug it in and listen shuttlecraft to enterprise spock here happy holidays live long and prosper Fascinating. For a store in your sector now carrying the Star Trek ornament, call 1-800-HALLMARK. Live long and prosper, right? No. I'll take five. <laughs> I'm assuming I that's going to lend still... money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still miss the hell out of Leonard yeah, same, same. I miss him every day. Oh, so uh, yeah. I saw oh, a yeah. clip yesterday of him in a scene of TJ Hooker, Bill <laughs> Shatner. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and it's the scene where, like, he punches Shatner, like TJ Hooker. Mm. And it's this great interplay of just dramatic scene between them. And you just go, you know, that's the only thing with Leonard Nimoy. He gave us so much joy, but we also lost out on a lot of his talent yeah. because he was yeah, He was a great so photographer, too. Yeah. He was a photographer. He was a writer. He was a, right. he was a singer, voice actor. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was in. What, the singer, we're, we're going to. Yes, what, he was. Bilbo Baggins. We're going to bring up that song. Bilbo Baggins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm, if you've ever seen that song, uh, the video for it, um, I can't remember the name of the song. Today, I'm not doing anything with Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> Go watch it on YouTube after you're done watching this. Yeah. Yes, of course. of course. So I, I have to drop a really quick fun fact. So yeah. when you brought up that commercial, it was Hallmark and. For four years of my life, I worked at a Hallmark. I was a store manager oh. at a Hallmark, okay. and I would always be excited. Now, this is how long ago it was. It was when Enterprise was on, and we actually sold the Vulcan ships that had mm. the exact same setup as that. Oh, right, uh, right, Yeah, right. you plug it in, it lights up, and there you go. Do you press oh, the man. button and the Vulcan say, Christmas is just another day out of the year? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right, yeah. let's We'd move to the next segment, Captain? Yes, let us move on. Oh, this is terrible. I like it. Oh, I like that ad, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, can I get people updated, too? I know I've had a few oh, people yeah, mention yeah. how Star Trek, the motion picture, going. So, <laughs> as we know, yeah, I'm trying to move through it. So, yeah. I just, like, we'll just throw to the, the video feed and see where we're at. I'm expecting a 2025 finish date for that. We're <laughs> getting there. Oh, we got to see the front oh, of the yeah, ship no. finally. All right. We <laughs> yeah. made it to the front. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So this is our random section, isn't it? Yes. 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. Random. The random random. Um, yeah. Super random. The one thing I'm looking forward to, and I know that's probably going to be best for um, future speculations, but these plot elements that have, they've been sprinkling throughout this season, I think are going to cultivate in the next episode. Um, and I also think that there might be some more connections to uh, some of the other Star Trek universe through this. And uh, I th- as, as far as I'm talking about, it's the AI connection. Okay. Oh, I agree. Oh, okay. whoa, whoa, whoa. That's awesome. Yeah, thank that's you. That's awesome. Yeah, I have brains. That's what it is. The AI is going to take over the Texas class, correct? Yes. We have yeah. we have two very um, evil and pissed off AIs on the show already who are currently plotting in the Daystrom Institute. And that, of course, is Agamus and Peanut Hamper. Mm-hmm. They are not very happy with the Cerritos right now. And to be perfectly honest, I don't really trust Admiral uh, Buenamigo either. And we're, I know we're not we're not in future speculation. No, 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 no. Okay. I brought well, it up earlier. You know what? We should be, I think. Yeah, we let's go. Be. I ask you, Captain, what conclusion would you draw? <laughs> I love that right. sass look from uh, Avery Brooks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So, as I was saying, yeah, I don't trust Admiral Buenamigo. Now, this is new to me. Go ahead. Reasons. There, there are reasons. Uh-huh. There's a, to me, there's some foreshadowing on his shelf behind him. Oh, on his shelf behind him is a model of the Alamo, and oh, the Alamo is uh, the famous is, Texas last is, is a last stand. Yeah, you can yeah. see it right to this side. Whoa, that wow. is that is the last the stand of defenders of freedom. Yeah, and uh, as we call them here in Texas, you know, I know history is a little bit different, but um. A bunch of Texans stood and got their asses handed to them. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he also set the Cerritos up on this mission. My thinking is that he knew that this whole second second contact or project flyby was going to be an embarrassment for the Cerritos. He knew it would discredit the Tex- the California class, and that Texas class showed up rather conveniently. Mm. I'm just saying, I think that him, Peanut Hamper, and Agamus are in cahoots. And uh, we're probably going to get Cerritos versus the Texas uh, class l- during the finale. I would not be surprised. Oh, my and, goodness. This would that would be amazing. Cause like I, I can't argue that in any way. I know that is the best speculation, the most accurate. Yeah. I mean, I, I only... I'm still I'm still hoping for lore. Because I think Lord's oh. at the Daystrom Institute too, and I think and that, that would explain he was, how he had enough he time. Out, yeah, it would explain why he's you know hanging around with. Picard. Oh, are you alluding to the wow. fact that they may put prequel elements to Picard season three? Yeah, perhaps. I doing a backstory. That's so, not a bad theory as well. And that would and explain. We know the episode. Ooh, 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 wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. No, if go. You don't mind. That would explain why the all the uh, androids went crazy on the Mars planet. And blew it up because Lore had reprogrammed them so he can go into hiding and that, change that his was face. The, that was the Jot Bosch. We know that. I don't the, know about Jot Bosch. Yeah, that's Jot Bosch. Best less connecting to. We, uh, have, we have a comment one. that I would like to highlight right now. <laughs> What's that? Uh, I have a comment I would like to highlight right now. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, please, go. Buen Amigo smiles too much and he's way too friendly for an admiral. He could be setting up the Cerritos for some reason. I agree. And. Well, so. 
are you saying that Buen Amigo is not a good friend? Because Buen Amigo <laughs> means a good friend. <laughs> but a good friend wow. to who? Yeah. Who is he yeah. a good friend to? Well, not the episode Dorito. title for next week is called The Stars at Night. That's the title for the final episode. Well, and that's and a the Texas summary. Are big and bright, right? Deep, deep, deep in the, in the heart, heart of Texas. Texas. The and here's the summary. is like perfume. <laughs> deep in the heart is, of Texas. In the season three finale, the Cerritos crew must prove their worth in a mission race. Oh. In a mission so race. So there's a race to a mission. And, yeah, it's all going to turn bad because the AI is going to take over the Texas class. When we go to whatever his name was, because I'm Australian, I can't pronounce anything outside of Australia. A dingo. And <laughs> um, I, I can't pronounce marmalite. 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 No, either way, I think I think try this on your last episode to put some air on your chest. <laughs> oh, jeez. And some vomit on your plate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a real weird uh, future speculation. We can okay. What will be the cliffhanger? What will be the thing at the end to leave us waiting for the next season? What, what a little bit of nugget do you think they're going to throw at us right at the end? Any ideas? Uh, I think that the, the two AIs are going to get out of the Daystrom Institute. Oh, I think sure. that's happening next episode. But I'm oh, saying right gonna... at the end of the episode. Oh, probably you know, the Lord set up. Like set up something for season four. For season four. Maybe, ooh. Maybe um, Rutherford's ch inhibitor chip turns on in that uh, visor piece that he has, mm. and he ends up joining the AI. Ooh. That's not a bad one, you know, because if ah. the AI get loose, that, yeah. anything's possible then. <laughs> they're like, very vulnerable, aren't they? Yeah. The AI can get control. My thinking is this. Um, Lower Decks does do cliffhangers, but their stories have never been like, dependent on arc-based storytelling. It's always been like, there was a clue here, there's a clue here, now we're doing this. I'm going to take a leap. A and I'm leap. going to say that this by the end of this episode, the Texas class and the AIs, if they are involved, will be dealt with. It'll be over. Maybe even Mariner will be back, you know. And I'm going to say we may get a peek at either animated Pike or live-action Boimler and Mariner. Ooh. That's not a bad theory either. That's not a yeah. He from a marketing perspective, that's yeah. Smart. Because if you you've been talking it up, yeah. it would be great to show a little bit of that to yeah. tease that. Hey, this is coming up in our in our future. Yeah, I can see that absolutely working. Because remember that cliffhanger can be completely independent of the story they've just told in the episode. Right. And most likely oh. would be. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Throw to the comments, I reckon, people. Yeah, man. All right. So, comment California versus Texas. I'm just waiting to see the Florida class. It'll be on meth. That would be the, <laughs> that would be a ship built at Starbase 80. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No singing, oh, guys. Lol. Hey, <laughs> hey. Just for that, more singing. <laughs> the stars at night. No, kidding. Big and bright, deep in the heart of Florida. Ugh, move oh, on. The math at night. Mom, no, okay. Mom? Just being comprehensively no. explained to us now. 
That's the end of our, our singing career. Oh, Sorry. My goodness. Oh. Sorry. And that's the only comment she's given up now. Like, screw the comment. <laughs> oh, here's one. I bet Buen Amigo was part of his implant. Um, Rutherford's implant. So, yeah. Oh, oh that's what if a this good is one. a multi year massive conspiracy that's been developing for a long Maybe they're playing the long game here. Oh, that would maybe, be incredible. Maybe they built the AI on the uh, on the Alito off of the computers they've been storing at the Daystrom, and maybe that's how Agamus gets in there and Peanut Hamper gets in there. I don't know. Mm. Could be. Why aren't you hiring us to write the show? Yeah, well, I think. No, why aren't you, Paramount? Yeah. We could do this. Yeah. Oh, incredible. incidentally, I, I mentioned it before we started this. I could not remember where I'd heard the town of Alito before. Yeah. And yeah. then I remembered that Alito is, it's right outside of Dallas, Fort Worth, where I used to live. And the school I used to teach at, uh, Eagle Mountain Saginaw, Boswell High School, used to play them in football all the time. Mm. So, yes. Alito. Well, that's, that's a it, great lead in, guys, because our next segment coming up is my favorite segment. It's time for stupid Star Trek questions. And Joe, I believe this was from one of our viewers. This question, yes, yes, yes. Uh, it is from, from okay, from Klingon. Media, yeah, media, yeah, Klingon War on TikTok. Right yes, you Hello, apparently mentioned. Is there any sports in the Star Trek universe? Is there? I believe she was saying organized sport. Mm -hmm. Well, what do you guys think? Because it's a throwaway, it seems like a throwaway thing, but there's more to it than that. Well, uh, we've seen, um, well, we, we know that baseball is no longer a thing by the oh, 24th, 25th century, except in small little pockets. And let's face it, because baseball sucks. Oh, um, like sorry, that. shots fired. It's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, these coaches we, turned off. We never, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we've seen Archer watch polo before water polo. Um, oh, I don't. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, I yeah, that's a that deep cut. Yeah. yeah, and uh, let's see. Is <laughs> it? I don't know if we've ever seen anybody watch football before. No, definitely um, not. We I've saw never squash. Seen, yeah, have we ever seen anybody play basketball before? I don't think we have. Now they always have weird sci-fi sports like you know Parisi squares and you know Ambo. What was the game? What was the game that that uh, Wolf and Guinan, Tasha Yar, and that were dressed up and playing? Remember at the beginning. That, that was uh, that was Parisi Squares. Parisi Squares. Yeah, was the much. one that uh, Wharf and Guinan were playing? That was some kind of uh, training program for oh, uh, phasers. Yeah. Oh. Like, organized sport, as we know in modern culture, is highly dependent on funding and promotion and marketing. Yeah, that's what I Division said. Division in regards but, to here's your don't, side. They don't have money in the future. Right. Exactly. That's it. So no it money in the, the future. None of the big none of the big uh, athletes want to play. You know, no yeah. no professional. But plus, plus I guess, Star you know, Trek, you've got the holodeck, and if you want a football game, you go and you make yourself the quarterback, and everybody's worse than you, and like, hey! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, plus, running, mama, I'm running, the, Yeah, and it works against the concept of being unified, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. organized sports so i could imagine starfleet wouldn't be promoting that as much sure, of course they're promoting physical and, and mental health fitness absolutely but that kind of territorial kind of thing 
I wouldn't think it would be Star Trek's, sorry, the Starfleet's mantra. But what about a Space Olympics? We have a Galactic Olympics. You would think. Have they ever done that in the Star Trek show? And then why not? not? I know of. I mean, I think that we've had some, some athletes before. I think I've heard about some people being gymnasts, but I don't know about, you know, competing. Worf competed in martial arts and he was right. coming back with a trophy. So we know those tournaments exist. Aha. That's evidence against them, yes. yeah, That's yeah. evidence Personally, that there is organized sport. I would love I, I'm not a big sports fan at all, but I would definitely watch an intergalactic football league. You know, you yeah. could have the 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 you know the but would it be fair because the Vulcans and the Klingons are so much stronger? It would be fair, and I'll tell you why it'd be fair. Yeah, yeah, tell me. And I'll tell you why it'd be fair. Because most of the aliens are obviously derivative from humanoid features. Right. Right. And yes, in a team, say football, you know, you're gonna have your linebackers who are big guys, then you're gonna have your smaller guys. So everyone's got their different skill set. So that would work in team sport for the individualistic. Mm. It's just class structure, right? You have a lightweight boxing oh. event. You have a heavyweight boxing event. So totally would work, I reckon. Yeah, maybe. Aaron totally. says. Aaron says one of Dax's hosts was a gymnast, and she's absolutely. Uh, he's absolutely yeah. correct. Yes, I do is, remember that. Yeah. What else are the comments saying about? Um. Let's see. Racquetball is still played. We know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, here'd be a sport that I'd love to watch. could you imagine a klingon wrestler oh my god oh i want to see the intro i want to hear what music they have what kind of that was a dishonorable move i believe Worf talked about playing soccer yeah isn't that where he broke that kid's neck by headbutting him uh Wow, I, I maybe you're right, but uh, geez, yeah, your encyclopedic cut. knowledge of this is, is yeah, you're yeah. beating me if, by if you're pulling out all the nuggets. I would remember yeah. that played football, uh, soccer in the first place. I'm nowhere without you know commenters like Aaron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. These are also family oriented, where people would go with their family to watch. It seems like something the Federation would be for. Mm. From that aspect, yes. From that yeah. aspect, yes. The Federation's yeah. all about self-improvement. You know, I think I yeah. think sports in the future would be less about grandstanding and and mm. endorsements and more about, you know, let's come together and have a friendly competition. Oh, good sportsmanship. Ha ha ha. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I do think it would lean, it definitely leans toward more the Olympic kind of philosophy on sport than right. the organized, you know, marketing kind right. of big Plus, money kind of thing you have to also understand klingon quarterback. that whenever the galaxy opened up for humans they were also uh, exposed to sports they had never seen before so maybe human sports fell out of favor for you know parisi squares oh this is a lot more exciting yeah it's one of the reasons why we don't play you know tug of war competitively anymore or at least not to the not to the uh way that they did back in the 19th century yeah mm. yeah yeah good call 100%. good call yeah. yeah well that was an excellent start stupid star trek question Indeed. so thank you for the it, it just goes to show there are no stupid star trek questions only stupid star trek answers yeah <laughs> and, yeah absolutely and and repetitive intros and outros <laughs> 
Join us next week for more stupid Star Trek questions. That was so a very I would like to say joke. that I, that uh, I have apparently joke. I have apparently offended people by saying that baseball is boring by looking at some of the comments, and I would just like oh, to say oh. I meant every word. <laughs> <laughs> oh wonderful, man! Wonderful. Oh, you're a New Yorker? No way! Me too. Hey, Sorry, man. who who are you talking to, Joe? Uh, uh, Nita. Oh, I thought it was maybe you looking out the window. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Somebody hit the window just. <laughs> Do I have the thing? I love you, Captain Squadron. Oh, you're not. You're not Jason. Bye. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that wraps it up, doesn't it? Absolutely. There was. I had a thing that would make it look like police showed up, but I can't find the button. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, you know, it would be great if you can comment on our video after it goes off. Comment below your favorite segments, your favorite moments, or some things that we might have missed. We'd appreciate it. We would also appreciate if you subscribe to the channel. This helps us grow and it helps us catch on the YouTube algorithm, which is very mysterious and avoids contact at all costs. And of course, we are trying to expand our TikTok presence. We are members of the Trek Talk. So follow us on TikTok. Now, I mean, Jason uh gaston is quite popular there you know he's got he doesn't need anyone's help hundred thousand uh, followers but uh, four hundred thousand followers i got five people <laughs> so no, well, I've got so, minus people i don't know yeah i don't know it's, it's, you, you are fiom texas lowell what's that oh Low, oh, no, no offense. I forgive you. You, you are from Texas. Texas. Low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to make allowances. We are having a Texan on. It. Yeah, yeah. We so have follow to go us on a little TikTok. bit slow so I can get so I can keep up. <laughs> uh, we have uh, a new ha- handle for Jason uh, Hatswell, the our science officer. He is at VHS underscore Jace. Uh, I, I am his at, account so much. Yeah, it's, you, it's if so you fun. like classic yeah. cartoons as much as I do, like you can't really see it, but I have like all these Transformers things. My God, you have to follow him. Look, like, it's dripping like in nostalgia all over the the face, neck, and chest. Like, yeah, it, it's oh like oh, nostalgia. All right, so yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> if you, you like, took that, I kind of was getting away with that joke, Joe. But <laughs> yeah, your hand moved to get, yeah. took it to a different place. <laughs> Jason's then, like, God damn it. Yeah, I really yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh if you want to learn more about music, I'll be putting more music up on my channel again because we are about to relaunch Disc Dungeon for next year. We've got two special episodes. I just realized we were talking about sports. Yeah, hey, it's right. Oh, you were in the Niners. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so you can follow me there on Disc Dungeon. Uh that's where my TikTok is. I have a, amalgamated some of our beautiful Trek talk in there. And of course. Our dear friend below, Jason Roy Gatston, he's there. He's quite popular. He has a lot of funny content, and yep. he's amazing. I can't say good enough things about my co-host here. And our uh, fourth member, who's uh, probably very busy lives. saving people's lives. Yeah, yeah. Vulcan Diver. Follow her on TikTok. Well, not Vulcan Diver. It's oh. Vulcan Diver. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's what you wrote, Joe. Yes, it is. <laughs> Maybe so, want to fix that one, too. Yeah. <laughs> There we go. Vulcan Diver. <laughs> All done. Never happened. Never happened. Vulcan. Vulcan. 
was how many people think failed at this point after that last joke and then seeing this? (laughs) Yeah, right. Checking out of this. Yeah, right. (laughs) Jason, for a texting you. Okay, there you go. Oh, space mom. mom. Space mom's been a bit like she's whacked you across the head and then gone. I still love you though. Yeah, 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 yeah. You need that hard love. You need that hard love. (laughs) You guys are so great. Thank you, Nita. Yeah, and, and thank you, Nita, for your shout-out on TikTok and help promoting the show. It means a lot to yes. us. Yes. Um, thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, any bit of growth, you know. We know we're weird and we're quirky, but we know there are a lot of you out there who are very similar. So trying to connect people together, it's it's fantastic. Thank you so much. All right. All right. So until next time, safe travels and live long and prosper. See you, guys. <laughs>